This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the J, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero where I explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast where we talk about faith, family, fitness, and finances. Well, friends, this episode is definitely going to be an experiment. It's definitely something I've never done before, and there's going to be a lot of noise in the background. So first of all, I'm recording this with my headphones, um, in, but I'm not in the car this time. I'm actually at my house, but I'm not at my computer. I'm not in my office where I typically like record uh, the podcast. I'm in my basement, and I'm surrounded by an unassembled drum kit. And what I'm going to be doing while we talk here is assembling the drum kit. So you're going to hear some noise. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I just ate dinner. That's always a terrible idea right before you start a podcast. So here's the thing. I always wanted to be a drummer. And so somewhere around age 12 or 13, I just decided I was going to be a drummer. Like I just, I mean, meaning I was actually going to get drums at that point in time. I wanted, because I always tapped, hit, and everything. I always had rhythm. And I wanted to be a drummer. And it, I, but my parents couldn't afford a drum kit. So what I did was I took my school books and I laid them out on the floor like a drum kit, you know, like the, like the snare and the toms and got, I did convince my dad and, and he bought me a set of drumsticks and I started playing drums. And the way I started playing drums was that I would just listen to the music that I loved and I would start hitting them on my school books. Now, here's the thing. What caused me to go from just wanting to be a drummer to having to be a drummer was the music I was listening to. Uh, you guys have heard me talk before about how much I loved Kiss as a drummer. And though I have super respect for Peter Chris of Kiss, very jazz-style drummer, uh, he wasn't the one who got me in there. I was listening to a band called Motley Crue, and Tommy Lee, drummer for Motley Crue, is a phenomenal drummer. I mean, not only is he a heavy hitter, not only is he really talented, but he's also a showman. I mean, he was really showy, and I loved it. And that is the floor tom that I'm putting together there. And, I mean, I just, I, I, I just thought he was phenomenal. He could twirl drumsticks and he could I mean there was just so many things he could do and I was like when I saw the music videos I was like I've got to become a drummer like Tommy Lee and then on top of that I, I loved other really flashy drummers uh, guys like um, uh, Robert Sweet of Striper and whether whether people like them as a Christian metal band or not I mean he's a phenomenal drummer just a phenomenal drummer and and guess what very showy as well and so I, I just man those guys just had me hooked and I wanted to become a drummer so I, I, I just dad I've got to become a drummer and he's like son we just can't afford a drum kit right now like we just can't and oh I was just my heart was broken I was like what what are we going to do how am I going to become a drummer and uh I mean there was just really no there was not really any chance of it happening. And uh, so, 
Finally, I, I saved a little money, and my dad knew the, uh, the owner of a local pawn shop. And what he did is he bought for me this really cheap <laughs> set of drums. I mean, I mean, really, really, really cheap set of drums. And uh, they were a three-piece Lido, L-I-D-O. And, I mean, super, super cheap. Now, why is that hi-hat not working? Um, I got to work on that. Um, just don't know why it's not working. And, uh, and so I had a kick drum, a snare, and uh, one tom. Uh, but I, and I had a hi-hat, but I didn't have any cymbals, none whatsoever. And I, I, so here's what, I, here's what I did. It was kind of funny. It's very embarrassing. Is that, uh, the, uh, uh, there was this cymbal stand. There was a cymbal stand. There we go. A cymbal stand off of the floor tom. And I took a metal, a metal cookie tin. And I put it on there, and that was my symbol. It sounded just awful. I mean, it sounded dreadful. But you know what? It, uh, it worked. And that's what I used all those uh, first few months. And I started doing like what everybody else does as a drummer. You listen to your favorite bands, and then you crank the music up as loud as you could. Didn't have Bluetooth or anything back then. And you just play along. And it was so so noisy. I mean, it was amazingly noisy. There's something definitely wrong with this hi-hat. And uh, so I was as happy as I could be. And I beat the living daylights out of those drums. And they weren't, they weren't, there we go, we're getting there. They weren't good. I mean, they weren't a great quality whatsoever. But you know what? They, uh, they got the job done, and I was learning how to play. So I started getting better and better and better, but I knew that drum kit wasn't going to work for me. And I really wanted to be in a band, and it was way too early for me to be in a band. So what uh, I eventually did, I raised up a little bit more money, and I found a five-piece kit, a really nice kit. Uh, they were... Um, they were blue, and I'm trying to remember what kind they were. Um, they weren't pearl, but they were, they were a decent kit. And the thing every heavy metal drummer had at that time was a double bass kit. And that way you could get that sound with your feet. And so what I did is I got that five-piece kit, and I added it to the three-piece kit. And then I had double bass, and I had a cymbal. And I was ready to go. I mean, I took off at that point in time. What I learned how to do, just, I mean, it just exponentially, I learned how to do so much more as a drummer at that point in time. I mean, so much more. And uh, I got decent, started having some friends who wanted to play along. Um, and my, my family laughs at me. I got a band together, a couple of guys playing. And uh, all of a sudden, I was able to do your basic songs like Black Sabbath, Iron Man, and those kind of things. And we weren't, I mean, we weren't good, <laughs> but we were able to hold a tune. We were able to get to the beginning or end, and, and it was just so much fun. I mean, that's all I would do. I would come home, and I would play drums. 
and I was getting better. I mean, I was a, a decent, you know, decent little uh, uh, drummer, really was. And uh, I, I took on harder music, and I took on um, more challenging pieces, and it was just a blast. I mean, it really was. I was really enjoying what I was doing, and I thought, I might be good at this. Now, here's a funny story. There was a band, they were a Christian band, named Scarlet Red, I think, and their drummer quit, and I got an invitation to try out for, man, I really think that was the name of the band, Scarlet Red, I really could be wrong about that, and I never tried out, Um, never did, I don't know if, I think I was just, I think I was just too worried that I wasn't good enough, you know? And uh, Scarlet Red didn't uh, go on to become anybody great. And man, if they weren't named Scarlet Red, I feel bad. Um, they didn't go on and become super successful. But here's the amazing thing: their guitar player, I believe, his name was uh, Dave Rose. And if I'm not mistaken, he is presently the manager of Michael Sweet and Striper. So I guess I did miss. My slight brush with greatness there. I had my chance, right? But I missed out. Um, Eventually, here's the crazy thing. I had a chance to get a really nice drum kit. I mean, a super, super nice drum kit um, that was a chrome pearl piece and three Remo Rototoms. And these were just really nice drums. And I was working then, so I was paying for these things myself. And guys, I lie to you not, I eventually had like a... 18 or 21 piece kit, triple drum, which is ridiculous, you can't play all triple bass drums, and uh, I had this massive, massive drum kit, way more drums than talent, but I was getting decent at it, and uh, never, ever got a chance to play that that gig, you know, we, we played at our house, and we'd have people come over and hang out with us on the weekends, um, but I never... I never, ever played a gig anywhere, uh, as a drummer, that is. Well, the, the day finally came where I had to figure out what to do, and that day was I was going to college. And, and I had sold off a good bit of the drum kit and was only playing the chrome pearl kit. Got down to the really, really good pieces uh, of equipment I had. And I had a tough decision, because you can't take drum kits with you to college. I mean, you just can't. Uh, there's nowhere to keep them. And it was one of the few things of real value that I had. And I didn't have any money for college. There wasn't a college fund. There was none of those things. So I had to sell my kit to pay for a semester of college. And I got really good money for it back from back in the day. I really did. I got like, I don't know, I got almost a thousand dollars because I had the Roma, the Rototoms, um, and seriously, I, I paid for most of my first semester of college back in 1989. You could pay for a semester of college for a thousand dollars, and I had to let them go. And I don't know who got them. I don't remember his name. I don't remember any of that stuff. I just remember that uh, you know he gave me a really good price. I had to accept it, and. You know, it went to a good owner. Who knows where they are today? They, those kind of drums that were so good that they, they uh, still could be in use today. 
So essentially, since then, I've only played drums, you know, just here or there, just in random moments. Uh, I've played for church a few times, um, but I am constantly playing. Um, I'm playing in my car. I'm playing with my teeth. Uh, seriously, um, I'm always playing drums. It's never not something I'm doing, if that makes sense. I'm always playing. And I've wanted a kid, but we've never had them. And my children have expressed some interest in playing drums. Um, Emma has wanted a kid, and Landry is getting ready to start playing for the marching band. And that's come up. Well, again, we really haven't explored getting drums for them. But just this weekend, some friends of ours said, hey, we're getting rid of the kit in our basement. Don't you want them? And we said, no. I mean, I said, I'd love to have them, but not really looking to buy a drum kit right now. It's not really where we want to spend our money. And we went to visit them, and the drum kit was, you know, disassembled and sitting in their garage. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we know you're taking these drums. I'm like, guys, I can't fit those in my van with all my kids in them. And they said, come on, sure you can. And next thing you know, we're loading up this drum kit. And right now, I am putting it together. So what's going to happen is Emma's going to get to play. Landry is going to get ahead because she's going to play drums for marching band. And I am going to get to relive my childhood of wanting to be a drummer. So we are pretty close to being done here putting this thing together. And I'm just incredibly excited because it's something that I loved. I love it when my children love things that I loved. And the good thing is this kit's so, it's a pearl kit, by the way, um, is so nice that it has pads for it, which means it dampers the sound. It's not unbearably loud. And so if you want to take the pads off, you can. Um, but otherwise, you can, uh, that's a massive sound, isn't it? <laughs> you, can, you can put the pads on there, and it's just not excruciating for the rest of the family. So what I hope you'll hear soon is an update that my kids are having a blast playing drums, getting better, and then I'm having a blast playing them as well as my family kind of lives on the legacy that I started probably back in 83 or 84. So what I really wanted to happen here is I wanted these things to happen at the same time. I wanted to finish this podcast at the exact time that I finished putting together this drum kit, but that has not happened yet. So a couple things I've got to do here. But... I think that's it. Is that it? You hear the, the, the pads on there? So anyway, I hope you have put up with this because this has been a blast getting ready to be a drummer again. And I'm looking forward to telling you guys stories about my kids just tearing it up on the drum kit. And I hope this becomes not only just a fun thing to do, but sort of a, a family legacy that my family plays drums. All right, so friends, thanks so much for listening to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. Don't know if I'm ever going to do another one like this because 
Uh, it might have been pretty annoying to you. I don't know. But I've had a blast talking about all the things that uh, I wanted to do as a drummer. And by the way, I never got to join Motley Crue, but they're done with now. That's never going to happen. Now, friends, thanks for listening. Um, I'll give you an update one free Friday and let you know how my kids are doing. Um, but right now, thanks for listening. I hope it's been an encouragement to you. Uh, be sure to hand down you know, your legacies to your kids and share the things that you love, and maybe they will love them as well. And I look forward to talking to you again on Wednesday with our Wednesday Wisdom episode. And we will talk again soon. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. You care about your business. That's why preformed and prepackaged approaches to marketing do not help. Because of that, CTP Marketing and Consulting seeks to understand you, your product, and your services, and they will partner with you in creating a customized approach to meet your marketing needs. Towards that end, CTP offers traditional print marketing, social media services, SEO, event coordination, campaign creation, fundraising, and a host of other services. Reach out to them today and see if this personal approach to marketing can help you grow your business. You can find them at ctpmarketplace.com or you can email them at admin at ctpmarketplace.com. That's admin at ctpmarketplace.com. Reach out to them today for their free evaluation and see if they can help you grow your business and help you meet your goals.